Hello and welcome back to the QCC. I am Sarah and there's no one on the spherical side with me today, but we do have two guests, Meredith Connolly, who has already been on our podcast. So welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's good to see you. We're so happy to have you. And Meredith, you brought a friend and a business partner. Katie? I'm Katie Causey Miller, and I'm business partner and friend of Meredith and, you know, part of Ash and Ochre as well as my own ventures, but Mm -hmm. happy to be here. So happy to have you guys. So, okay, you just mentioned Ash and Ochre. Mm -hmm. I think, Meredith, when we had you in last, we didn't know what Ash and Ochre was yet. So (laughs) tell us what this is. Yeah, Um, well, so Katie and I have, I feel like to tell you guys what it is, we have to like kind of start a little bit from the beginning of like Katie and I as just business friends and um, just spirit animals, I guess you could say. (laughs) Uh, So Katie and I have been friends for almost a decade. We worked together in the nonprofit sector. um, And she actually was one of the people that hired me on when I worked at the museum, the Mint Museum. Um, And so through years of planning and doing events and being moms and, you know, just Mm -hmm. friends, Mm -hmm. you you just grow and, and you grow together a lot of times. So um, you know, this has been a long um, journey and like Ashton Ochre and what that is for us has been a long time coming. I think the catalyst was really us sitting down uh, during the height of COVID, mm-hmm. which is like, who's going to open the a business time, during right? COVID? <laughs> right? We are. We did. We are. Right. Um, yeah. And so we sat down and started really talking about what we wanted and what we wanted to do and what we wanted to build and what's really important in that and I feel like Katie could could speak to that too yeah, just to, yeah. about what it really no, what, means to us but what I was that agree yeah okay so what was that like though because I feel like we've all had that moment of with a friend we're gonna start a business kind of talk <laughs> like maybe after a couple drinks or something yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> not <was> us <laughs> no no never um we definitely I remember um after several drinks. No, there were definitely times where we we would talk about, we were like, we know we need to do Mm -hmm. something. We don't really know what it is. And I remember showing up at your house with like a very badly put together PowerPoint of like, here is the visual of what I'm thinking, but we have no other plan behind it. Like here's the visual. And Meredith's like, we're let's, let's do this. Like let's let's create something around this. And we did. I mean, we really didn't hesitate after that. We just got to work. Yeah. And we I encouraged each other. We we ran off to the mountains. We mm-hmm. left the kids with mm-hmm. our prospective husbands. Uh-huh. And we said we were doing a retreat. And we went and put our feet in creeks and walked outside and sat down and wrote an entire business plan and got it all together. Oh and gosh. I mean, really, I think it's it came from a really special and foundational place for us. And, you know, we're, yeah. we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, we deeply care about um, the arts, about makers, about uh, the integrity behind a handcrafted object. Uh, and then beyond that, just on a spiritual level, I think, you know, we are that journey is aligned as well. Uh, so I think that with that, as our foundation and premise, we were able to really start building in the framework of what it is. And we're still figuring it out. Yeah. Like we're humble enough to say we're, we are figuring <laughs> it out. We are a small business. Absolutely. And <laughs> it has been a wild ride already, but we're, we're just really excited. About yeah. It too. yeah. 
We are. And I feel like our strengths really matched up with us. You know, we're both creatives. We both have that drive to make something and sort of make from the earth. So working with really incredible materials that, you know, you could really find anywhere that you are, but also like your marketing background, my business background, and then our, you know, just sort of like made this Mm -hmm. great pair where we could sit down and really look at all sides of something. And so that's, that's been a beautiful part of our business partnership yeah. for sure yeah and I love what you said you said you just felt like you needed to do something you didn't know what it was it was just yeah. it was on your heart and like you couldn't stop thinking about we it we cradled it you yeah. Know? yeah we were like here are the visuals here are you know but really you know as moms as these people that like love to create space and mm-hmm. you know we're always the caretakers mm-hmm. in the room we're sort of the moms to all of our friends as well like we're the ones that make the tea yeah, and we serve the tea and we, we give the hugs. So we thought we would make ourselves our own tea and, yeah. you know, create this space where we both could express our creativity and, and how we make in a different way and how we might make some real impact in a different yeah. way. And I think a platform that's different from like your typical gallery model, because this is really a lot of what we're doing. It's, it's very, um, I mean, I could almost call it like quiet quietly experiential like when you think about a lot of the apothecary items and and Katie's like just magical with with her creations in in that realm and uh some of the the makers that we're working with I mean it really is all very um intentional and really focused on something that is community building Mm -hmm. so like I mean, even with just our handmade items, while it's functional and you can touch a mug and you can hold a mug, there's still something so um, connected to the earth and to the individual that created it. And that's what we want. We want to have that. We want people to feel that when they're working with it. And then also that there are these amazing individuals in our community and in our state um, that are doing this work. And we just want to be a platform for them, too. So you have, what is it, local makers and creatives that come and sell through you guys or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a a combination of both. You know, we definitely support our local makers, people that, you know, are either on the apothecary side, you know, creating things out of herbs and salts and salves and things like that. But we also, you know, local artists who are looking to sell sort of their more bookshelf size things because we're not a gallery. We're not trying to fill that space there. Are incredible galleries in Charlotte, but this is really a space where, you know, the smaller works, things that, you know, might not typically hang in a gallery and be called contemporary art, but are very much made with special care and intention and can be an incredible part of your home, part of your daily ritual, you know, ceramics and things that you use every day. You know, you everybody has their favorite mug, has their favorite dish that just makes them feel lovely because you know that somebody made it and it didn't come out of a factory and it, you know, just like... It's got that extra it has special a something special. touch, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And I love thinking about you know this is with any like local artist or something, but it, this say for example a mug, it has a story as it's being made, and then someone whoever buys it or whoever receives it, they're gonna drink out of that mug every day, you know, while they're having the best day of their life, the worst day of their life, like that mug is gonna be with them. There, yeah, it's yeah. like that magic, like when you get your coffee and you stir it a certain way, yeah. and you're like bringing joy into your day you don't even realize you're doing it but it's your small ritual every day that you just take the time to do and you know somebody else craft is in that process has helped to make that process something special to you every day and so we want to find those little moments and the things that make those moments special and make them more accessible.
Yeah, and I mean, I think that, and that runs the gamut across like all of our offerings. I think that's really important and something that we want woven into each category within the within the shop, which is hopefully going to be brick and mortar someday. Yeah. We're right now it's <laughs> online with lots of fun little pop ups coming, but you know we're really focused on the idea of functional art and um, these offerings like our candles and our apothecary items and our spirit items really all intertwining into that overarching element of what home is and mm -hmm. the idea that um, you really have all of those facets to create your space and so that's why when we talk about being space makers I mean I do that with my creative practice and that integrates into my home and you, you can't really separate that and Katie's the same way I mean Everybody that comes into her house is like, they just want to move in, by the way. I'm just going like, to plug that really quick. Like, she is a, an they don't, incredible they don't designer. They don't see what it looks like during the week. Like, like mommy hours. But. but that's still part of home, too. It is. Yeah. It is. No, I mean, yeah. we love to make space. And making things beautiful. I mean, we're both Libras. We can't help ourselves. Yeah. It's, like, painful. Um <laughs> But it, you don't need to have a huge budget. You know, I think both of us coming from a museum background, from contemporary art background, we see how things can be so quickly inflated. You know, things are thought of as an investment sometimes when really it should be about how you love something, how it makes yeah. you feel like it's, you know, meant to be in your space. Yeah. I mean, that that's the special part that we want to capture that, you know, if we find this piece of art or this, this little thing, this silly little thing, and it's $3 at a vintage store, that it might be the perfect item for somebody to have a special moment or it might remind them of their mom or a way to connect back to something or mm -hmm. help them relieve their depression or anxiety. I mean, who knows? Like yeah. sometimes it's just a little moment or a conversation or just the space you're in that can really change your day, change your life. I love that so much. <laughs> so what about, you know, the middle of COVID? What about that space and time made you guys want to start this because it was well, kind of crazy I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I don't know I up and quit my job I don't know okay, that's, all, that's everybody enough. changes <laughs> no, I mean it was big change and I think yeah. we both just realized one how much time we're spending on work you know and I'm saying that like work work and what is work and how do we want to work and Meredith made some huge changes in her life many years ago to sort of yeah. seek out the arts full time and to be the artist that she is and she's doing incredible work I'm so proud I'm <laughs> <laughs> no seriously you can't cry on so the podcast proud. Yes, you, can. you can cry on a podcast <laughs> I have a knack for that no I but know. truly like really living it out it's very inspiring and so you know I loved my job but I was working 60 70 hours a week away from my children mm -hmm. I wasn't making anymore and so to make, to put my hands in the materials and to do these things that I did for family for more, like yeah. to build family in a different way. So it, it just became something that felt really necessary and really vital during a time where you just didn't know what was coming and how the world was going to shift or change. And so why not try and make it just a, a little better? And I mean, the idea of home and what that really means, mm -hmm. I think, was really in your face during COVID. Like mm -hmm. it's it's like okay, well you're not leaving this space. This is your space. This is where you are. Um, and I think when you're faced with that, uh, you know, I think that was something that ignited interest for me on a very like deep level. Along with Katie, was the idea of of home really being like a safe space and a haven, and that home doesn't necessarily have to be like just where you live, but that that idea of creating sacred spaces. And, and offering things to people that would enhance that and help them build that for themselves. I think that's really interesting uh, because it's so different than 
my typical creative process yeah. with art. Like this is such a very, it's, it's both are spiritual. Like I, I can't just, you know, divide that or, or separate that. But I think the idea of doing something like this with one of your closest friends, someone that you trust and mm-hmm. also where you're both aligned on the aesthetics and the care, um, that's just like a no brainer. So we just, I mean, I think through lots of talk and some tears mm-hmm. and yes, some drinks and some tea too. <laughs> yeah. Um, we really kind of just pushed it. So, yeah. When I, you know, I, to piggyback on that, it's like, we know that not at home, the word home doesn't always bring up some positive thing for, mm-hmm. I mean, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people are working, especially now through their trauma, mm-hmm. sort of doing their, their shadow work, figuring out how they're going to move forward. Home is not always a safe space. And right. we've been very lucky. I think in both of our homes, we've had our trauma. We are certainly working through it, learning how to work through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my home growing up was a safe space. And so I've tried to create that for everyone around me as much as possible and sort of to give that as much as possible. And Ashen Ochre, I think, is an extension of of that, of yeah. how we invite people into our home. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a new home for us, and we're trying to really fill it with the things that, that matter, and it's not just objects. Yeah. And that was so beautiful. That was, you need to, like, be <laughs> yes, writing I know. everything I was like, down. wait a minute, what were you doing? <laughs> now it's recorded, Sarah. We've got it. Because <laughs> that was just stunning. That was yeah, beautifully was so, put. Yeah, and it's not, like, going off of what you say, home isn't doesn't just have to be, like, these four walls, you know? No. Home can be your your office, your, your coworkers, your best yeah. friend. Like, their space around them. Exactly. And so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there are so many people experiencing houselessness right now. I mean, yeah. they literally don't have this space to even call home. So where are they going to find home? I mean, how can we, you know, part of what we wanted to do is that a, a portion of whatever we make, which you know, we're just now trying to like <laughs> balance the books, yeah. but when we are when. able, when, because we're positive yeah. thinkers here, now when we're able to bring in some revenue, a, a significant portion of that is going to be reinvested yeah. in our community and primarily women. Uh, we, you know, we really want to make sure that what we're doing is not just this sort of capitalist endeavor to make pretty things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that, that's not what matters to us. Yeah. And we want to make it... It's not who we are. Yeah, we want to find a way to reinvest it in a meaningful way. Yeah. And I think by doing that, it's also creating these little pockets of hopefully ripples or windows of opportunity for those um, individuals that it impacts or how we choose to give back for them to continue that on, you mm-hmm. know? And I think it's really... I think that's a huge piece for us is really getting to a point where we can give back and, you know, working towards a, a space because we are yeah. such, so space centric, <laughs> like we're just daydream about like having a, a really rustic, like old aged, like yes. counter and just all of the things everywhere and a place where people could come and even just hang out and yeah. do workshops mm-hmm. or, um, come and have, ask questions about their practice and what, you know, we offer crystals or spell bottles or, or altar boxes. Like, what does that mean? You know? Do you offer crystals? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm starting to get uh, into that. We love oh, rocks. Fascinating. We like rocks. <laughs> Did you hear us? We're like, we, we love yeah. rocks. Uh, we you know. probably do a whole episode on rocks because... Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's so tough with the mining industry the way it is, yeah. but we have found a group that I'm not even going to give their name out because I don't want anybody oh else to know. No. <laughs> it's okay. It's amazing though. Like yeah. people that actually take real care and mm-hmm. how they pull these things from the earth and that it's not disruptive, that it's, it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. We love rocks. Yeah. So and many and beyond them. even, and that is something that I think there's a, a piece of for us that I think is really important is creating um, and using materials 
herbs, crystals, everything for us needs to be really ethically sourced. Mm -hmm. um, and we're really intentional about what we're using and how we're using it, um, especially even from an ancestral background mm -hmm. or lens. Um, Katie and I both, both have a Celtic background and we have done a lot. We've been researching our ancestry and it's <laughs> shocking like how far back it goes with our like like families little, being a little yes. too closely aligned. Like, we were, we're like, like huh. we're like, I think that like our great, 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 whatever's were best friends. Because I'm, I'm sure they were. <laughs> or oh, sisters yes. or something. Some, yeah, like we we're, haven't we're quite still figured waiting it out for yet. like some kind of connection there. Yeah. But um no, I mean I think it's it's just really important that we um do that. And I just lost my train of thought, so we might have to edit that part out. It's okay. I lost my train of thought as well. <laughs> I was like, where did we go with that? <laughs> um, talking about ethically sourced, um, giving back kind of thing. I want to go back to what you guys said about giving back to, especially women in the community mm -hmm. um, and homelessness or houselessness. Um, why is that so important to you guys? That might sound like a silly question, but no, I, think I mean, it's a really good question. It really it's is. Like, that's, I think sometimes those questions are, they're so, whew, I might need a sec. Um, I mean, I've, I myself have, have come up through an interesting, like, journey. I think I've, I've talked about that before of, um, you know, less traditional path, like high school dropout, single mom, um, you know, really have kind of, like, kind of grinded my way to, to kind of get to a, a stable place, a sustainable place in my career. And um, I think it's really, really important from my perspective, and I know Katie will say equally um, with her experiences that uh, part of my core belief in who I am as a person is really about people before anything else. And I think that those relationships and that care is deeply, um, deeply needed. And it's something that I think will always drive me, whether it's art, whether it's Ashton Ochre. And I think specifically focusing on women or um, under you know underrepresented makers um people of color and and that kind of thing um it just makes sense because um there's not really an equal playing field it's it's not and so lifting up those individuals it, it just seems necessary and um and creates hope and something that will hopefully allow for some sustainability in their lives too yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, I, you know, I struggle with it on a day-to-day -day basis. I know that I had the, the I'm not going to say pleasure, but it, I was so privileged. I still am so privileged that, you know, it's not something I can even comprehend necessarily, but I'm working every day to unlearn some of the things that, you know, I was brought up with, still with care and love, but in a perspective that I don't agree with. And, you know, just trying to move forward into a space where, I can be proud of the woman I'm becoming and how I support others and how much, you know, I worked in philanthropy for 15 years and that was part of my upbringing, you know, seeing how people can change the world and either chose to seek recognition and parties and all of the things that come in that world and then others who quietly gave and made huge substantial change in our city and, and further beyond. I mean, to really see how that's done and to observe it from the staff point of view uh, I mean it really shifted how I want to give and how I can give and I you know I think that's given me a bit more of a path on understanding how I can make a real difference and be quiet in the process as quiet as possible yeah right I, I love that mentality because yeah you see you know on a large scale you know celebrities you know having these huge galas or like 
you know, giving giving so much on the news and then you're like, oh, you could do that in, in quiet or you can do yeah. that on any scale, whether you exactly. have a million dollars or two dollars. Like it's, yeah, it doesn't matter how much you give. Just give back. Help help your community. You don't even have to do it with money. You can do right. it with time. Exactly. You can do it with time, <laughs> investment. I mean, yeah. even, even in this business, I mean, it's part of our philanthropic investment. We really want to make sure that people who are making things and feel really passionate about making things have a place to sell yeah. it and get equal pay, like get really fair pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, I think a, a lot of models are like, you get 30% of what you make or 40% of what you, you know, but that's yeah. not, that's it's not, not fair. That, it's not what, fair. Yeah, yeah. Makers shouldn't seek that. They should yeah. seek, you know, equal pay and they should seek what they deserve and this incredible practice that they have and really um, ask for that. And so yeah. we want to provide a space where you don't have to ask for it. It's mm-hmm. just a given and and I think setting the bar that that's um, that that's possible, and that that is and should be a best practice. Where while we can't control how others are approaching that, we have the opportunity within our business structure to kind of follow that. Um, you know, and I, I can speak to that just from being a working artist. And you know, it's like I funded my own installations for ten years. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I we don't want makers to go through that kind of a a struggle. Um, so the idea of at least our 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 shop offering a platform where they can um, be paid fairly, that they're going to get some um, some support, and also that we get to share their amazing work is is wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk about privilege. I know. I know. That's good privilege. That yeah, amazing <laughs> like the privilege. Best yeah. privilege. <laughs> amazing privilege. <laughs> privilege we were excited about. Excited and welcome. And yes. Yeah. I love um, what you said about representation across all boards of like women in this business or people of color because we had um, Dammit Wesley oh, from yeah. Black Market Charlotte yeah. and he, one of the best interviews we've ever oh, had yeah, on I'm the sure. podcast, he, he, and he talked about how, you know, white people are typically kind of afraid to go to a person of colors. They're, mm-hmm. they're, um, gallery opening or something because as white people we're almost afraid to go and look at their art and it's like that shouldn't be it celebrate art celebrate the people celebrate everything about (laughs) it and just the way that he put that because like you know we're three white women in the podcast Mm -hmm. studio Mm -hmm. right now like we can talk to what we know but like we can't talk about everything else and you guys are giving that platform like equal representation equal like pay to everyone and yeah and i I think think beyond that understanding that like we are we are two white women Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of work to do we like a ton of freaking work to do (laughs) and and so just accepting that and really working every day to grow in those areas and also that sometimes it's not oh you you know, here's a platform within Ash and Ochre, come to us. Sometimes it, it may get to a point for us where, which is like against, you know, it's a point for us where it's like, okay, we want to get to a place where we can invest outwardly yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, it's not this expectation of us showcasing as two white women. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the makerism of like, right, here, exactly. Yeah, no, so. yeah, it's not like our brand. <laughs> this is our brand and we're going to up. Right. No, it's, yeah. it's and, how and do we reinvest that directly into the right. community doing this incredible and work? And what's the best way to do that? Yeah. yeah. So we'll get yeah. there. We have no you idea. Will. So and we'll just put that out there too. We <laughs> we are looking forward to having more conversations and really yeah. doing that work in a way that is, um, no, most supportive true. and real true. yeah yeah because yeah. it's, it's not easy but also i don't even understand what not easy means so i have Fair. to look at it from that point of view yeah no one's showing you what easy is right now so <laughs> well you guys are doing 
phenomenal, I think. <laughs> and everything you stand for. I mean, you could you could be selling pieces of paper with like little notes on it, and I would, would be all <laughs> oh, the biggest supporters. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. We appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh, we do. Um, so what's next in the immediate future for you guys? Well, we have been um, working really hard. We've uh -huh. got some new products. So I don't know that we shared, um, you know, that we are small batch. Okay. Uh, so we create a lot of our apothecary items, all of our candles, uh, anything that's made that's Ash and Ochre branded is small batch and seasonal. Uh -huh. So we are deeply inspired by the wheel of the year. So we launch our batches in association with the seasons. And then we, um, so we've been working really hard on our winter offerings. Uh, and it's we, my favorite season. I know it is. <laughs> I love <laughs> so winter. Good. It's good. And so, you know, just the, the sights, the smells, the feelings that you get um, with winter um, We've got it. We're hoping to bottle that. Okay. <laughs> that's the goal. Uh, that's what we've been working on. She's like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm thinking like nutmeg. <laughs> yes. No, I, whole nutmeg is like, I've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, we actually are like kind of hitting it a little harder now with um, pop-ups and really trying to get like boots on the ground now that things are opening again. We yeah. can really do that and connect with people on that level. So we have... Um, so we have work. I, gosh, I have to stop calling it work because <laughs> that's such an art word. Like we have, so we have uh, items for sale right now at Vintage Charlotte Pop. Okay, um, and so that's at Metropolitan. So and then beyond that, it's really just um, continuing to learn and grow. I mean, we've uh, we've made trips to hands. We hand select all our crystals. Katie uses eco dyes, and she she's the one that crafts every single candle that's purchased with beeswax, pure beeswax. Um, all of our apothecary items are created by us. So um, really focusing on making and letting that lead, um, we've got a lot up our sleeves, but, you know, we're taking it one day at a time and, and learning. That's all you can do yeah. as well because you'll always be learning. You'll always be creating and making and, yeah. and doing all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So where can everyone find you? Where can we tag you? And uh, We can be found at ashandochrehome.com www.ashandochrehome.com and also on Instagram at ashandochrehome. Awesome. And so we'll we'll definitely tag you guys and post everything yeah. with you guys, tag thank you guys, you. stories and posts. Well, thank you guys both so yeah, much for coming you. in. As always, you guys are more than welcome to come in anytime you want. Thank you Thank so you much, for having Sarah. us. Of course. As always, you can check us out on Instagram at the QCC or at spiraclebuzz.com. And let us know who you want to hear from in the community next. You've been listening to the QCC. Thank <laughs> you.